Hey y'all, we are now on episode three of You Don't Have to Be Rude. On this week's episode, I decided to bring on Shirley, one of my favorite guests. He happens to be uh, my cousin. His name is Drew Thomas. <laughs> and he had such an interesting and great perspective on sex. <laughs> we talked about so many things with the spectrum of sex, um, why we like doing it, what we find enjoyable, just things of that nature. And we also tried to educate y'all a little bit. So this is a very important conversation to me, and I'm sure to others. Um, and yeah, it was just really, really fun. So without further ado, here is episode three of You Don't Have to Be Rude. I, on t- today's episode of You Don't Have to Be Rude, I decided to bring on one of my bestest, closest, uh, I would even say uh, kind of a visionarist, I guess, if, if in words, I guess I'll make that up a visionary. Oh, and, wow. it's my, <laughs> and it's yeah. my cousin, Drew, DWT. Yeah, I am finally here. The people have been requesting me. Let me stop. I'm just. <laughs> I am finally here. I'm so mad we can't do this in person. But I know it's funny. I'm so excited. Speaking. We were together in person, but yeah, but that's fine. Well, we can do this on the phone today. <laughs> right? Isn't it crazy how like time just moves? It's like you're having a good time, and then you're like. Okay, but next time for sure. We have to do this in person for sure. Yes, yes. yes. Um, I'm so, so, so excited. Um, of course, you know, I know you have heard you don't have to be rude. And, uh, you know, you've voiced your opinion to me. And I appreciate you, you and your support. And I'm glad, you know, because Drew he also has his own great podcast show. Yeah, Drew Presents, which is all on all streaming platforms as well so you guys check that out and oh. like i said i'm happy i have them here today yes thanks for the shout out drew presents yes apple music spotify let me say <laughs> <laughs> whatever your stream of choice is right check it on out bruh all right all right well i'm glad uh that you're here with me today as i said so we can talk about uh a subject that's not to me so taboo nowadays. Right. It's probably popular and it's probably oversaturated, but to me, it's still a, an, ess- an essence of importance. So we're talking about the topic of sex today, Drew. Ooh. Let's <laughs> talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's, Let's talk about, about sex. That's right. Yes. Listen, that's right. <laughs> so what I wanted to discuss about sex was not only the fun of it and not only oh my god like how we love to do it but the importance of how it is to enjoy it but still be safe in it and still feel a safe place in it there's there's so many factors and uh things that you can talk about when it comes to sex so that's what i wanted to do so first i wanted to ask to ask drew today so the first time you had sex or experienced sex what how did you feel like just in that place you were okay so i was very young um the first time well should i i don't know if i should i talk about the time it was enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) i think wherever you know you feel that you're in that question yeah sure go ahead and answer okay i'll talk about when i was young i think the first time i was ever ever experienced was when i was about seven years old which is like so crazy to me now that i'm a, a full adult and i'm like what does a seven-year-old know about sex you know what i mean but i feel like you need to watch these kids um but that was my first time and i just knew that you know the person that i was with it just felt like oh this is what you do and like obviously you would see your parents doing things sometimes or you would walk and they'd be butt-ass naked oh you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but my first time yes i was seven years old and it was meet somebody giving me a blow job wow yeah and it was um yeah it was enjoyable but what i will say it wasn't like i was addicted like i wasn't like oh i have to do this again it okay. wasn't like that when i got older is when it kind of changed and i was like oh this is fun <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i think that for me 
the moment I remember, I guess I couldn't say yet yeah, the age where it was enjoyable. I probably had to be about like 17, I think I was. I might have been almost 18, too. But yeah, I think like I said, I was 17. 17, where I really felt it and felt what the what the stimulation of, of, of what it was. Like, wow, I'm really stimulated. I feel something in me. It's like a surge. Like, like that's how I would feel. Like, it's okay. a surge. So right. I really think that that was the first time I really was like, wow, I feel something. Like, this is kind of, like, I want to graduate my experience. Like, that's how I was really feeling, but I still was kind of shy with it. But well, well who did you want to graduate to? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so simple, like, the first, okay. you know, like, getting it, like, right. I'm like, you know, even though I felt stimulated, I'm like, this is kind of simple. You know, maybe, maybe a little missionary sex, maybe, what's the, you know, but there ain't nothing really. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Right, because I will say that I feel like once I got to, like, 15 and I remember doing things with people and I thought I could really perform and clearly I was not performing well um but at the time, you feel like you think you know what you're doing right but right. I remember like you said I, I probably was the same experience like it was like because oh, at that point you had you have sperm so then you can release and obviously it's like you're releasing something from your body and it's like ah oh, this feels so great I love it I want more of it let's do it again right <laughs> right right so <laughs> I think it's definitely, um, but I, you know what I was going to say too? I think health class really taught me to protect myself because I really was like, especially once I was a teenager, it was like, oh no, like any of these people that I messed with, they would tell you like, I was like, wait a minute, where's the condom? Because I, there's no way. Like I was not putting that in my mouth without no condom. And right. I was like, what? Like I'm confused. I know it's terrible. I was sucking lubrication gel. <laughs> well right you know I, like you said in health class that's what they taught us they used to show us those books and it had like these disturbing images of like right. i mean like these huge open rashes and oh like i just <laughs> right they scare right. you right so it scared you like wow is that's really what would happen to me if i start doing this like this is crazy but I, you know, like I said, I guess, you know, once you get to that pinnacle, you get there, it becomes a little different. Like, even though you still need to think about your health. Like you said, you just like, I got to, you know, I got to be protective. I got to make sure we're wearing condoms, being good. Right. So I understand that. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. right. Um, okay. So now we just got, we did touch on the education benefactor of it a little bit. Um, so I do want to get back to that though, but okay. what I did want to talk about, so like I said, I know we're talking about our teens. So where, where in sex do you think that you did get to a point where you're like, okay, like I'm, ex I'm experienced. I'm that nigga. Like I'm doing this shit right now. I'm doing getting the sheets. I'm, I'm laying it down. Like he got, you know, please. He ain't looking for nobody in them street. Like, you know, like that. Like Okay. <laughs> so like the point where I knew it and other people knew it or just when I thought I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know start where you thought you knew it. <laughs> okay yeah so I, th I would say I think it was right when I was like 15 because obviously you would mess with women and I think talking to your friends it was all about the pound you know what I mean like just right. clap them cheeks and pound you thought <laughs> you, right you thought you knew what you was doing but I'm pretty sure none of those girls had orgasms or you know what I'm saying like I think it was probably was just me just pumping and it was just like oh it hurts stop you know what I mean but <laughs> I thought I was doing something because I could pump and they was like, ah, 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 you know what I mean? So you thought that you was doing something. And in reality, I'm pretty sure it was like, oh my God, when I was 15, I had this one dude, he was so fucking weird. <laughs> That's probably what they were saying. I would say, I think I when I knew what I felt like, I knew I was the shit, probably when I was about, I would probably say, about 20 you know what i'm saying i think at 20 mm -hmm. i was like okay because then i had i had fully stopped messing with females and it was like just straight women i mean straight men oops <laughs> he's a straight woman like, oh come on now i might have <laughs> got some exclusive y'all like some exclusive tea today <laughs> it was straight men and it was um it was fun and you would get compliments and that's how you knew you knew what you was doing whether that was you know 
I don't know if you want me to go into details. I don't know if it's if that's too vulgar. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're a safe space. I feel like you know the audience is mature. Okay, you know. okay. they mature. Hopefully, they mature. But yeah, like they would be like, you know, I remember reading this book with Maya Campbell. Not not a book, but she was in like one of these magazines, and she said she was the best in the West. And I always would say I was the best in the East. And I obviously I got so many compliments. And then like I, I used to get a kick out of that. Like I would like it a little bit when people would know who I was. You know what I'm saying? And clearly I was going through a whole phase and I was out here just being a little reckless. And when I say reckless, meaning I would sleep with multiple people. However, I was always safe. I never, no, 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 we're not doing that. Right, right. Where's the, you know. Where's the Jimmy? Where's the Jimmy? Last right. little Kim would say. <laughs> but I think I was, mo- I was mainly focused on oral sex. That was my thing. I was like, I need to make sure that I'm doing better because I remember the first guy I did encounter, he told me that. I was using a lot of teeth. <laughs> so, so it was my job to get to a point where I was like, oh, okay, come on, gums. You know what oh. I mean? Like, <laughs> but you got a whole set of teeth because you wanted to get to that point. Like, and I remember obviously, if somebody was sucking on me, I didn't want you to use your damn teeth because I've right. had that happen. And you like, whoa. So I would say, right, it probably was about 1920 where I feel like I was really improving and I felt like I was the shit and I was getting compliments. And it was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Okay, now I know what I'm doing. Yeah, now I think that um, you know what? I think that when I really felt like I was the shit with it, probably was a little later. Like, that's the funny thing. Like, I'm like, but you know, I thought like I was a late bloomer anyway. I really, honestly, audience, I'm a late bloomer. So that could be the crude me. But I feel like I didn't start feeling stuff probably to like like that, like till I was like 25 or 26. Okay. Wow. Right. And I at thought, that point, did you have a lot of partners or no? No, I didn't have a lot of that's, that's like I guess I'll start late. I didn't have a lot of partners in my early days, like my early twenties and okay. teens and stuff like that. Like I had I did a, like a, a few people, but not much like maybe like I might have, you know, I hate to even give numbers because I feel like, you know, numbers ain't important, y'all, unless you're playing a lotto. Right. Or you're cashing the check. Um but <laughs> But, um, like I said, I still didn't really feel super, super confident in everything I did. I just think that not until, like I said, I got to, like, 25, 26, I was like, okay, you know, I'm really doing this damn thing. Like, people are, like, really saying, yo, really, you know, you were crazy cool. I had such a good time. Da-da-da. We did this. We did that. And I'm like, okay. So, I had, there was a certain way it was worked. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's what I, said. I felt like that. That was, you know, I'm gonna have to edit that, Drew. <laughs> I got messed that, up there. Um, that was but, your that was your time of where you felt like you was well experienced, and you was like, okay, I, I'm the shit. I know what I'm doing. Exactly, exactly. So that was, you know, it was that was a perfect time for me. Like I said, when I really, really felt it, and I really, really got into the groove of things and studied like a little Kama Sutra, I felt like Oh, okay. <laughs> that, you know, right. Like this is like something I could really, really, really dig into. You know, this is something I might can sell at. I might can, you know, do the, the Serena Williams and shit in here. You know, I might can, you know. Right. Got my and think, hand and eye coordination together. And I think what happens too is that because I re- I'll never re- I'll never forget this. I believe I was like nineteen. And I was dealing with this dude and he said, yo, why do you keep coming so fast? And I was like, wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, so now I need to make sure that I have to work on this. And I think that's important when it comes to like sex too, that you have to make sure that you're continuing to work on whatever you're lacking in. Cause I feel like people know what you're lacking in, whether you're someone that can't, you're not that flexible or maybe you know, maybe your pussy stink and you need to do a few washes before. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows what's happening? Summer's Eve is available at all department stores. Exactly. Yes. And it's yes. on sale some days, I hear. Yeah, it is. It can't be. Right. <laughs> we can't be. Come on now. Right. So I think those critiques are important as well to make sure that you're... Because I think that boosts your confidence and then it'll make you a better lover. 
Yes, I I agree that I I agree with that. I would say I, the same thing. It really does. Um, some, but you know, sometimes some people. That's the crazy thing that I think of can be very performative. If you know, if the, if the lack of better words, because they're like you know, not just what's good, but they can be performative with it. Like <laughs> you just like I just want to just have a good experience. Like you know, get you know, get my shit sucked and get shit off and stuff like that. And some people make this into. We're about to turn this into the porno scene and razors right. or Pornhub or something like that. And it's like, so right. Far. And sometimes that's just not needed. Like, come on now. Like, right. That's what, that's what I'm like. That's what I, I also wanted to ask. Do you think, because Drew is currently married, y'all, you know, we just got to put that out there. Yeah. But, you know, I know he's very hip to the game. <laughs> not hip to the game. Wait a minute, honey. I don't live, baby. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> but no, what I wanted to ask was, do you think that porn may have been, like, do you think porn plays a huge role and maybe even maybe a down value of why things are so crazy today with, with sex? Or do you think that people just, you know, they just have, like, you know, heavy sex drives, they just want to do certain things or whatever, just expand or whatever? Mm, that's a good question. I think people are just free codes. You know what I'm saying? I think we've been free codes for such a long time. And I think I think I think porn is a a thing that is constantly evolving and changing. Cause I mean, if you look at some porn probably back in the eighties where they had all of these hairy ass bushes, mm-hmm. and now for the most part people are like clean shaved and now people want to get spit on and you know, slap the fuck around and stuff like that. I think it just depends on the audience. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't know if... I feel like people always just has it, have it in them. And I think as the generation the generations move, I think it's really in the food. I'm going to be honest with you. Not in the food. I think it's in the food. I think there's something wrong and it's making these people Not the extra GMO. horny. I think it's making them extra horny. And they're like, oh, I want to try, you know, to suck dick upside down or, you know... Ooh. I want to try to, you know, I don't know, because I've tried some crazy shit. Feel the back of my thoughts. Yeah, like, I, like I'm like, whoever thought like you wanted to suck dick with ice? Like, who thought of that? <laughs> right? But that's some shit that I thought of. I was like, oh, let me try that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know where I got that from. It just, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like I pulled that shit out of the thin air. Not out of the thin <laughs> Maybe if I like you wanted it to be like a pops. <laughs> <laughs> a popsicle you know that might make sense but you know remember I always I don't know if you remember so I always used to say I like if I feel like if you're going to give head bitch you're supposed to suck it and let the ball slap your chin you know what I mean like oh, <laughs> bitch I am getting too personal <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo listen like I said on. like your audience we are a safe space <laughs> we're not talking about your sexual experiences we're talking about ours okay Yes. Right, and if you're going to talk about sex, I think you have to be very open, and you have to expect to hear, like, crazy things, and, you know, there's some cra- even crazier things. Like, I would love to talk about some things, well, let me, you know, because the thing about it is that with me is because since I have a podcast, sometimes I'll, like, I can drive something, and I have to remember, like, bitch, you a guest, shut the fuck up, let, your, <laughs> let, let the host do his job. <laughs> But no, like I said, I got where you come from, like I said, in this uh, safe space. And I feel like, yes, as adults, you know, this is shit we hear about. Like, I mean, it's, it's you know, listen, it's it's human nature. It's what we do. And um, I don't think that it necessarily trying to be crude or offensive or anything like this. It's, it's our experience. So, you know, that that's all. Right. It's, right, right. it's a fun experience, you know. And some jokes and a few jokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the original question? bitch? Oh, porn. Right. So wait, what do you think about it then? Um, I think, especially since I am the single hybrid over here, um, I, I think that, yes, porn has a lot to do with, uh, today's environment uh, with either with straight porn or LGBT or whatever, whatever point it may be, whatever you might like, cause some of you like some crazy stuff. So, but anyway, um, I think that it does, it, it's just, people just want to be these like these porn stars is just you know and like I said it's not it's 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 performative it's not instructive it's just very performative it's not about 
really pleasing probably the other person. It's more so, like I said, about performing, like how they do right. or thinking that that's fun or that's what it's supposed to do. And like, I think it kind of brainwashes everyone's minds. That's yeah. true. Right. But only right. fans and all of that, it makes sense. You're, it, it's probably more about your ego and not you trying to please the person. It's more so about like, oh, I want people to say, yo, did you see how he dicked him down? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. That's what I said. So now I said, I think that people now it gets to the point of any community just now competing and trying to be competitive to other people to say, oh, yeah, I got to perform better than that one performed. You know, like it's, it kind of becomes like that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, just, that's why I, I just feel like porn is just like, yeah, because it, it it's, it's very oversaturated. It's very, uh, you know, it's, it's overrated, period. And, you know, but some people tend to think that it's still shit and stuff like, you know, so like I said, go for whatever you know, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> All right. So I did want to step into now the realm of that's where we can get start getting educational because I felt like this was important too. Like I said, it was important to talk about having fun with sex and stuff like that, but I didn't want to talk about what is probably currently affecting uh, communities very heavily because I don't want to just put out one community of saying it does, even though that's what the media is trying to spin this to, but uh, monkey pox has, have, has become super real. Ah! <laughs> So um, I actually do want to touch on that. So it's going to, I definitely plan on having its own episode with Monkey Pox. So you guys can look out for that. That will be where I can definitely explore it really heavy and real go deep. So we'll, we're going to be vague about it just to let y'all know. Um, but like I said, not just with that, because, you know, you know, not only Monkey Pox, there's so many STIs. And of course, one of the heaviest things that can affect communities heavy is, you know, of course, HIV. So, um, what do you think that maybe the educators or parents out there should, uh, or anybody who just wants to give advice when it comes to sex education, what do you think they should be cautious of when, you know, informing us? Like you said, also, if they're going to inform us, like, what should they be cautious about when informing us? Right, when informing us. Um, I would say probably just probably saying don't have sex <laughs> because I think that's probably <laughs> the worst thing to say right. to probably a teenager or someone because obviously once you're grown it is like what it is what it is but I think it's probably important to not um, to say don't have sex right. I wish that I, I, I'll speak on myself I feel like I wish my parents were a little bit more open about sex I feel like when I have children, I'm going to definitely be open about sex and what to do. And let's talk about it. Like, let's not shy away from this. Like, do you want to give head? And people always look at me like I'm crazy. But I feel like when you don't know what you're doing, who do you ask? You ask your friend. Right. And I, I always tell people this story. I remember the first time I tried to put it inside of a girl's vagina, right? Ooh. Here's little old me. I was like 13 or whatever. And... I remember I put a plastic bag on my penis thinking, oh, it won't see through, I guess, because it's <laughs> like, it's like what you're packing the was I thinking? Right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like, do you think about these things? And obviously kids have access to so many things now, so it shouldn't, maybe they'll have more, they'll have more resources, right? Right. But whereas us back in the day at 13, we didn't have like, we had the internet, but not at your hand, not at your disposal. So... For me, I just feel like parents should not say don't have sex. I think that's one that they should just completely avoid. And I would say just to turn on the positive, they should just be open with their kids and talk about sex. Like, let us let me show you how to put on a condom. Like, let's watch this video of them putting on a condom. Because I think that's the easiest way and kids won't lie and hide and shy away from you because you make sex. Like, oh, we can't talk about that. That's that is so dirty. But. We all like it, so let's just do it and talk about it. Like, right. not right. obviously not with each other, but I'm yeah, just saying, you gotta be careful because there's some of these freak bitches listening. <laughs> but you have to, you just, I just feel like you just have to be open with the children and just, just, just talk to them. Just talk to them about the sex. Right. Um, I think that, uh, that 
like you said, like parents or anybody should just be comfortable because we all do it. We know we all going to get to the age. I mean, but, you know, unfortunately, there are some people who have never done it. So let me put that out there, too. There's yeah. some people who have never done it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, even though I've seen it, I'm like, that's, that's kind of crazy. But like I said, I can't speak for, every, you know, for anybody's experience. So, you know, but like I said, there are some people who have never done it. Um, but like for most people, for most, I think since we do know it's out there, you know, whether it's in media or, uh, book forms or anything like that is out there. So I think that, like you said, it's, not, it's best not to act like we have to shy away from it from our children or right. anybody we're telling it's best not to shy. Cause we know that it's, you know, it's a human thing. Like we we're going to do it. So why not, like you said, talk about it, be like, be honest with it. And most of the times, like I said, I always feel that the best way of effective communication is being straightforward, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. That's why I've learned now that, you know, know, it's like in my growing pains, you know, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, it's best just to hear the information directly. So that way, even effectively, I can process whatever information I'm being told and apply it better or however I decide to, you know, choose to do with it. Right, right. That makes sense. Right. So I think that that's why the same with sex. Like, just be effective. Be, you know, precautious with who you talk to about it. And pretty sure, you know, yeah, we can whistle call, you know, we can have, you know, some better dialogue on it or, you know, better things to come out of it. And we can avoid a lot of things. So, right. Right. So kudos to and so on that. Um, Now, why do you think that? Why do you think that uh, HIV still is so taboo? Whether, you know, because a lot of people still will call it, you know, oh, that's that gay man's disease and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, why do you think that it still like is taboo and they're still trying to peg it on just one community? I guess because everybody looks at it like it stemmed from the gays. So it's like, oh, it's the gay man's disease. Um, but we know that. The numbers show that, you know, mostly it's African-American women that are infected with it. Right. Not trying to put it on another group. I'm definitely not trying to do that. Right. But it, it just makes me think that maybe there's a lot of men that are sleeping with both and the men are not getting tested. Because let's be honest, most men don't keep up with their health. But I, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's put on the gay community because it started off that way. That it was gay men that could catch it because they're having sex in a butt. You know what I'm saying? Like not butt sex. Who <laughs> <laughs> remember the movie? She said, "How you know you ain't got it?" She said, "Because we never did it up the ass." And I think that's what was put out there. So a lot of people thought, <laughs> "Oh God!" A lot of people thought, "Oh, I can only get it if I have butt sex." But you know, I feel like in any to, in today's world, you should know that that's not the case, and you need to stop trying to put it on one group, right? Because we all are out there dipping and, and doing it, honey. So right, right. you I just feel like we have to make sure that I feel like even if you don't have HIV, you know someone that probably has it. And maybe they just didn't tell you. Or maybe you do know someone that you're close with that has it or whatever. But I think we need I think it's really important to say to people like or to put out to, to the people that's listening to this podcast is that you should know your status. Get tested. Right. Make sure that you are aware of what's going on. And also on top of it, um, on top of that is, I feel like people should should know that there's a lot of resources out there. Like, I know you didn't ask me. Let me shut up because I feel like, no, no, no. I feel, I feel like I'm engaged. Somebody said I'm <laughs> like people didn't like. I okay, so I'll share this really quick story. I remember in 2008, me and my friend, we were just walking, and we was like, oh, you know, whatever. We were just used to hanging out all the time. And then we just happened to run by this like AIDS walk fly, and we was like, what the the AIDS walk. And I'm like, what the hell is the AIDS walk? And it made me want to like real, like want me to, in, like I got invested. And then I found out about gay men's health crisis and like how there's this whole, there's like a whole community a if network. you are someone that's positive, how they have all these resources and these outlets and all of these different things. And like, I used to do the AIDS walk every year in New York City. Me and her would do it just like, oh, let's do the AIDS walk. And I haven't done it in a few years. I'm gonna, I ain't gonna lie to y'all now, okay? But um, I feel like I did my due diligence, do or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that, you did your due diligence, like right. true, right? So 
I think it's very important to like, even if someone that's listening to this, that maybe that is positive and they don't even know, like go to gaymenshealthprices.com or just type GMHC in Google and just see what you can find. And, and it's necessarily not, I mean, I, I don't know if it's, it's geared towards men. I keep, I forget, but I'm pretty sure there's resources for anyone that's actually in that position. And right. hopefully you could get some type of help and, you know, because I feel like we need to let this go. Like, come on now. We, we're about, how, this happened, what, 40 years ago? Yeah, this, pretty much at this point. Yeah, it's what happened 40 years ago. So, like you said, at this point, it's best just to get, you know, educated. Like, cause, you know, if you're out there, you know, if you're out there, you're out there. You know, y'all be outside. So, right. you know, look, <laughs> try your best <laughs> to so what do you do think better that? with that like yeah like try to do better with that and try to you know you know check right. on you check on you and stuff like that and others like you know you should be mindful of others out here as well right what, why do you think it's uh, so type tabo um i i try to speak for our culture you know listen okay. I'm, you know i'm black you know and i try to <laughs> you know talk sometimes you know i don't like i said i don't like to talk for us but i like to talk you know, maybe through us, I'll say more so. Yeah. Come on now. Um, right. So, so I just feel like, yeah, the 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 DL man thing, um, in our community is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just it's, it's just a dangerous illusion. Like it's like, and like I said, you can't even blame it all on the men because. A lot of times they're just scared because what the community is going to say about them and they'll be shunned by family. They'll be looked at this way. And like that's for 2022, that shouldn't even be, we shouldn't even be here. Like, like we shouldn't even be here talking about this. It's crazy, but right. it's still so effective today. It's so still so popular, like right. through all, even to all carnations of it showing. So it's, it's, it's crazy. So to me, that happens to be it. And that's probably why so many African-American women are infected by this because I said these men are hiding these things and a lot of y'all sometimes even shame them and that's something I'm not saying all of you guys but sometimes they get shamed that way as well and then you know you know it just becomes crazy so that's what I just my point of view on that is you know try your your best just to be understanding somebody I understand that you know uh, fear of the unknown as they like to say fear of the unknown and sometimes that's what we experience as human beings. So I think if you're just if you were just a little bit more uh receptive on someone, it would be much, 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 much better. Right. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So I you know, that's why I, I just I you know, but like I said, we can get to the next thing. Before I what's the call, before I get out of the educational post in part. Okay. I just want to say, uh, what do you think? What is what is the goal you think that maybe possibly we can uh, achieve if, you know, if maybe if we just maybe try to educate ourselves on the subject and just put out there for everyone? Um, I think like you, I think it's really just probably you educating yourself. I think if you. You know, because I think what happens is a lot of times we, we say, okay, what is it, right? We all have heard of heard of it, but oh, like people say, oh, it's the monster, um, tainted blood. I've heard so many different things when it comes to this, to the to the HIV or whatever, right? You hear all these different things, and then it's like you. I think the best way for you to handle it is for you to go in and say, okay. If I was positive, what happens? What's the situation? I think people are just concerned with, oh, I'm negative, right? Because that's all you want to get. But if you was positive, then what actually happens? What takes place? Because you know you're out here acting, right? Especially if you're being reckless. I feel like you should definitely go talk to your, um, your local physician and say, hey, what happens if this was to take place? Like, what what should I look for? What would be the biggest issues that could possibly be in my life? And... Obviously, I think that would be beneficial for you because then if it was to turn into a positive, then you won't be so, oh, my God, I'm going to die. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where the issue is. A lot of people, they probably freak out and they panic. And the next thing you know, because, you know, obviously, I'll say this real quick. We had a, um, I don't know if you you heard the podcast. I did a podcast about 
AIDS Day. And we had, you said what? I do remember that one. Yeah, I, I do. Right. And we that. had someone that we know that passed away from um, AIDS. And right. I just felt like in 2020, whatever year it was, I did it. No one should be passing away from HIV it, because there's medicines, there's all types of things that's going to keep you alive. So to hear that he passed away from that, I was extremely hurt because he was running from his demons, probably. You know what I'm saying? Because he was embarrassed that it was a positive. But had he probably sat at that physician's office and said, hey, what happens if this is positive? Like, you know, I don't want to be positive. Of course, who the fuck wants to be positive? But if I was, what is the next step? What takes place? And I think that might give you a little bit of security and you'll be like, okay, so maybe we won't be at the doctor's office sweating about, bitch, oh my God. Oh my God, bitch, I'm so nervous. Because, you know, bitch, but I don't re- I think I took the, I kept the condom on, but did it have a hole in it? Like, you start, you know what I'm oh saying? Like, you're sitting there panicking and shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is happening? So, I think that would be beneficial. And I think that can move the culture if we probably uh, had those conversations in advance. And even, I would even say volunteer at, or go to the AIDS walk. You'll, you'll, get so much information with those people get with those people giving speeches and telling their stories and how their T cells has went up and blah blah blah. It'll give you so much information. I feel like they're we're so ignorant to it, we just don't even know. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it's dumb. Right. Right. I agree. Like you said, it's it is very, very, very idiotic if you are passing away. And that's not even a funny matter, but right. If you are passing away in these current years from HIV and, you know, letting it turn into full-blown AIDS. Right. Um, so the, I agree on that stance. My stance on that is probably about the same. Just that, you know, you, there's so many resources out there. Google is your best friend. Right. We're so better technically inclined nowadays to even learn a lot of things. And, you know, just like I said, you know, to me, if you want to be a good person and just look out for people and you should be kind of, you know, have a, some type of conscience when you're out here just doing crazy and reckless things. You should have some type of conscience and just like, let me just make sure that I'm safe and I'm keeping other people safe. You know, because, you know, then, you know, it builds your community. Just try to be supportive of your community and, you know, other people. So that's, that's my stance on that same subject. Right, right. All right, well, I, I just want to get into some fun things again. We're just going to go back to a little bit of the fun. So mm. I did <laughs> I did want to talk about, you know, a little bit about oral sex. Let's talk about oral sex. Slurp, slurp. Right. Um, with popular rap records like WAP, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and... Um, even Megan B's current record, Plan B, she has a line in there. So you know, you know, the head ain't good if she ain't fucking up her makeup. So I mean, I guess she's like you're supposed to have that slob, that spit, you know, everything all over your face, just <laughs> fucking up the face. Like, you know, like yeah. bitch drenched me like I'm in a Poseidon. Yes, honey. Yes, whore. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> do you think that nowadays, like oral sex is so much more socially accepted and now this has like become like the A plus on saying damn you really are good at the sex game I think I think right when we're talking about in the world yes and maybe not in recent years I feel like probably since probably about 2015 maybe I, I would probably say off the top of my head but I feel like me personally, like, okay, so I'm not a person that likes sloppy head. I'm not into that really, right? Okay. However, I've had it done to me, right? <laughs> and I will never forget this kid. And it was just so nasty and wet. And like his, like his saliva was basically all in my ass cheeks. Like wow. It was a lot going on. And I was just like, how do you suck dick like this? So to fast forward to now, I guess maybe you're right. Maybe I guess people are like, oh, but yeah, I want to be a nasty <laughs> saliva, fucked up makeup. I want it all over my mouth. 
choke me out, where I have throw up coming out. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Maybe, maybe you are right, but I feel like maybe, I'm going to say 2015, probably 2015. But for me personally, I don't like it now. It's too much. It's It smells like your breath. Hopefully your breath smells like good. Breath. Y'all better be doing good out there, right? Have the hygiene together. You know, listen. Right. But right. It's, too, it's just too much spit. I just think it's too much. And then I, I feel like I got to take a bath. Because I just done had you, you know, just spit all over me. Like, it's it's nasty. <laughs> oh, Lord, you have mercy. Like, I think, right, I think that oral sex definitely is very glamorized nowadays. Where I feel like they would shun you with the scarlet letter of the A for adulta er. Mm. <laughs> you would have. Now it's like... Yeah, like I deserve a high score just for how good I did. And um Sabi Head to me is fun. Like it's 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 a fun thing. It's a fun thing to me. Like having it done, doing it, it's 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 both fun. It's like it's a fun experience to see somebody like stimulated and like, damn, like I can really feel like, you know, like I'm in that washing machine. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I'm in that washing machine, so it's like I get the gist of it. It's it's fun. It's you know, it's it's that. So yeah, they, like that. well, I mean, well, think about this too, because remember Superhead? Like people was glorifying her when she was like, but I don't know how her head was. I don't know if it was nasty, sloppy. Was it? I don't know because I think I've seen her in the porn before. I don't remember. Maybe it was a little glorified. Right. It was, it was like. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You can go. I apologize. I was saying maybe it was maybe it was glorified when she was doing it, but maybe it just wasn't like. And when I say it was glorified, meaning that the men was glorifying it. I feel like now women are kind of glorifying it. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I be sucking this bowels. Like, I hear so many songs with girls about sucking <laughs> dick. But I feel like. Right, probably back then, men was more sort of glorifying it and saying, yeah, bitch, you know, suck my dick or get on your knees and take this stuff in. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) filling these bitches up with full of meat for breakfast. Damn, full of sausage. No type of eggs. (laughs) That is is so crazy. I just, I think, too, that, um, right, like, it's, I don't know. I feel like sucking dick is an art form anyway. That's an art form. That's an art it is. shit. You know, like. It is. Right. Like, you know, and it's not going to be good if a person doesn't enjoy doing it. Trust me. And that's with both sides of the point of oral sex. Whether right. the man is eating out a woman's pussy or whether you're eating ass. Whatever your choice of, you know, oral pleasuring, tinglings. Right. <laughs> if and you please, don't enjoy it, no it's not going to be good for the person. Either giving it or receiving it, honestly. Right. Or, and no teeth, please. Because, you know, that's crazy because when you always experience someone for the first time, they might do something wrong. Like, I'll never forget sometimes somebody nibbled on my nuts. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, they sure, they thought this was planters. <laughs> Girl, these are not planters, honey, okay? Bitch, come on, salted caramel. These shits are soft, Gross bitch, it. not hard. I can't. <laughs> But that's the beauty about when you when you're having sex. Like you have to learn people's bodies, see what they like, what they don't like. like some men don't want their balls touched. Like they're too sensitive. Some guys don't want you just sucking on the head because it's too sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Or like you said, some of them want you to, glomp, you know, go down on that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Right. Some want to fuck your face. Like bitch, lay down on the bed like I'm in your coochie. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> Flash waterfalls. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like even with that, like I said, um, I know I touched on it just a little bit in the last bit of the conversation we just was having. I know that like eating ass is definitely a popular thing. Right. In both cultures now, actually, honestly. Like both. Like Right. Women are eating ass. ass too. They are. Yeah. My ladies who are, you know, my my listeners. Who like listening to this and love it. Um, <laughs> so listen, I know I always tell y'all send me emails about questions and stuff, but 
you know, if this very topic that me and Drew are talking about today is like, you know, you know we you know called out the athlete has come to the forefront. I would love to hear like what y'all got to say about it because, yeah, right. Drew's right. They are eat, these women out here eating ass too. Yeah, that's interesting. Right, I don't even want to eat a gay man's ass, so I don't know how y'all eat these straight niggas' ass. There's no, there's, there's, <laughs> there's no fucking way. But you know, I, I'll say this: there's some men, there's some straight men who probably you know, do what they got to do. But a lot of men don't like to clean in between their butt cheeks. They think that it's gay. That's true. So if you are, are y'all getting a little bit of peanut butter? Like, Come on, peanut. Oh, my goodness. I can't. And are you are you grabbing the jelly and getting a spoon? Like, what's yeah. happening? It's just skippy. It's skippy. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is happening? She paints. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't not paint. And, like, and you got to watch out. Like, don't get that shit on your... Even them kibbles and bits on your, you know, tongue, like you know, that can kind of be Ooh. like, kind of become a lab rat. That could be like a science experiment, right? Maybe I gotta watch out. Well, maybe it might be good protein. Who knows? Oh Lord, have mercy! Uh-uh. What if there's corn in there? <laughs> listen, you gonna make me feel like listen. That is not an experience I ever want to again. Okay, nah, right. that's okay. I'm good. I'm good. We need to research that, like, you know, when women come, if it's pissed or not. You know what I mean? Or that is just... a good question. That is a good, very, very great question. I've always been curious about that. Like, honestly, like. Right, right. Is it? Is it? I know one thing. They be tearing it up when it comes to slurping it like a damn slurpee. So. Right, right. <laughs> so maybe this has some type of taste to it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh Lord, I can't. Um, I did because since I'm a, a student of the arts, since you know I love film and things like that, um, I had seen a question on, uh, I believe Reddit.com. I seen a question on somebody asking, "Are sex scenes important to film?" And some people mm-hmm. saying, "Like you know, sex scenes are not important to film. It takes away the context of the film." Oh. Or it's not needed, or, or it can be inappropriate, or you know things like that. So they were saying they feel like in modern day films, the sex scenes should be removed. Now, what do you think about that? Do you think that sex scenes actually add to a, a to a piece, or do you think it actually takes away from it? Um. So this is what I, I think that I. So for me personally, I like things that are realistic. So for me, I think it's going to add to it because we all, like you said, we all have sex. So if we're following a couple and we're just not seeing any type of sex, and not saying that it has to be very graphic, but at least, you know, you want to see them being intimate. Because I think that's how we all are when we're with our partners or your side pieces or hoes or whatever the fuck you call them these days. I think that we, I think it's important to have that to show that because I think that it gives a, a umph to it. And I think it helps people relate to the film because it's like, we all do that. Like, I would say this really quick since you said film. Like, think about um, Queen and Slim. Is that, yeah. Queen and Slim. Yeah, 2020s. Yes, 2020s Queen and Slim. Right. So, if you, spoiler alert, if you didn't see the movie. Right, If right, you didn't right. see the movie, right, there's a sex scene in the movie. And I thought that that was so dope because they fucked in the car. And it was like, bitch, we on the run, like. Even though they probably was dirty and stinking. But anyway. You um, so <laughs> I but, cannot. But I'm saying, like, most of us probably would have just been like, yo, I'm horny. Like, I didn't have sex in three days or however long it was. And you get your shit popping in that car. You know right. I, mean? I think that it gives, I think it makes the story realistic and it makes it relatable to people. And I love it. Keep it coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, right. If, if, if it makes sense. Like you said, whether they're trying to show, you know, the loving couple or married couple or a person who might be a player or even like 2017's Girls Trip, uh, you know, okay. uh, yes, uh, by Will Packer. I like to always like try to give y'all, y'all credit out there. Um, yeah, like like if showing like stuff like that, and we're just trying to show fun, stuff like that. You know, you might want to see a little bit of the experience just to get the connecting piece of what is supposed to be and put it inside of a story. Okay. So... For that, I get it. But if it's just something random that you're like watching a movie and then like a random sex you have, you're like, huh? Like, did you just throw this in here just to, like, I didn't even expect these characters to even 
get on each other. They don't even have chemistry <laughs> in this film. Like, what are they? What are we doing here? Like, why? So, do you have like a film off the top of your head where you was like, oh, why is this here? Um, God, I can't, I can't. I'm trying to think. Can I think off the top of my head a film that just had a random sex scene that just did not make sense? Um. Ah, oh, damn, 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 damn. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, when I said that, the first thing that came to my mind was Monsters Ball. Okay, okay. When she, wow. know, she was like, I want to feel good. <laughs> I want to feel good. And it was like, I got it. But I was like, ah. It wasn't necessary. Right, I don't think they needed to show them doing that. It, it was like, no, no, thank you. Right. I, I don't need it. <laughs> right, right. I yeah I I I I think that that is actually that is actually a really really good one because um I don't think that set it off that's the funny thing since we just were watching that we and Drew actually were talking on the phone one day guys uh-huh. as we usually always do and um we watched it set it off I don't think the set it off needed a sex scene I'm in a bye Nate right that one or her getting with the Blair Underwood's character I don't even think that was even like. That one was kind of good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bond Nate one, we could have just saw her walking out. Right. We could have just seen that. But, like, that wasn't necessary. But do you think that they did that because they wanted you to show that she was not enjoying it? And we had to show the part that where she gave up her coochie and he wasn't he didn't even make it into the cop. Do you think that they had to show that to show that, bitch, I gave up my ass. I didn't even want it. Like, do right. you think that it needed to show all of that, or you think we could have just seen her walking away? They could have just show her walking away, like because I okay. think we we people who you know who are smart, who can follow things. Um, I think that we got enough in context of her words to him and of the action of the scene that we knew exactly what she was going to be doing. Okay, I see what you're saying. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So that that to me wasn't really yeah you're, like. That scene definitely wasn't necessary. I guess the Blair Underwood scene could be necessary saying like, this was an enjoyable moment, something sensual, sexual, artistic for, you know, the, the for the black community. And, um, you know, that's a, listen, Jada could do a sex scene back in her heyday now. Jada, you know, Jason's lyric, set it off. Like Jada was showing it. So go ahead, Jada. All right, Jada. <laughs> oh, Lord, she was. She was good. She's taking it. Um, <laughs> I just want to say we also, like I said, have reference 2009's Precious uh, by Lee Daniels when Drew had actually uh, stated <laughs> that she'll get done up the butt. That was 2009's Precious, directed by Lee Daniels, a film, uh, a novel by Sapphire. Um, and uh, we also referenced, uh, damn, we just was talking about the last film. I can't even think right now. We also. Oh, Reference 1996, sorry, Set It Off, directed by F. Gary Gray, starring Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, Vivica A. Fox, and Kim- introducing Kimberly Elise. Oh, um, all right. You better give these people their credit, man. <laughs> okay, listen. Listen, I'm well, trying to be on. <laughs> so I have a question, if I can ask. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. So do you feel like P. Valley is giving us too much sex? Um... I don't think it's giving us I can't say I think it's giving us too much sex I think P Valley is giving us an experience okay. like honestly it's giving us an experience like we're getting to see the full gusto of everything the full scope of everything their culture, their vibe down in this Mississippi town and I just feel like it's showing you even the sex and even with that inside of it is an experience. It truly is just like a, a whirlwind experience and we get to indulge and just, we just get to indulge in just a guilty pleasure and I just think that that's fun. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Did, um, did you see the latest episode or no? I did. Um, okay. I did see the latest episode. Uh, <laughs> I know, I said, listen, I know a lot of you probably were like, this is crazy. Because I was on Twitter, actually, today. And somebody was like, this guy actually said, which is so crazy. But I'm like thinking, like, what 
straight man is really watching the scene with actually going into detail about it because the guy was like, oh, I was okay with the scene until he said, fill me up, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, like, okay, so damn, you got a detail, so that's how you know you was really looking at it, bro. Like, okay, okay, you were really looking at that. And, you know, but I'm just like, tell me, like, I I liked it. I felt like it was very realistic because you would think that (laughs) something like that would never occur because of the image of uh, Little Murder. You know, you're thinking that that's not what's going to happen. But I think that they're showing you kind of breaks and kind of cracks in the foundation of stereotypes in society anyway. Right, right. That's what I was going to say because you would think some people would think, oh my God, he's so masculine. I'm surprised he would take pain. You would be surprised. And right. and it's not that, and I, I shouldn't say that. What I should really say is that people, some people like to do different things. And you, there's some men who have one man else that are beating these boys' backs in. You know what I'm saying? And right. some of these guys want that because obviously you women can't do it. So they need a man with real meat <laughs> to do it for them. Because that damn dildo ain't doing it. It ain't doing nothing, not a thing, nada. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. That's what I said. I think that that show showed, and I think that it also shows, like, because there's so many things of the spectrum, I think that we learn sometimes. So I think sometimes even if you've been in a committed relationship for a while, or, you know, or just, and not even just a committed relationship, you know, just have a partner you trust, and y'all do things together. I think sometimes you scope, you experience things. They'll make you want to say something that you said typically, no, I would never do that. I'm not doing it. This is not my thing. You might, you know, you know, you might bend a bit because you, you with this person you trust now when you do things, you're like, I'm going to try something different. Right, right. Um, I agree. I agree. Because I can yeah. definitely say within my marriage, there's some things that I thought I would never do. And obviously I've done them and I'm like, Oh, excuse me. I would think that I would have never done that before in the past. Like, oh God, no, I'm not doing that. Yes, yes, right. It's spicy, you know. Sometimes you got to get on that chandelier. Sometimes <laughs> you got to go in that hotel and be like, all right, I'm gonna stand on top of this desk and shoot the sperm across the room. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. What well, they don't have the hotel budget though? Well, honey, I guess they got to first. I guess they'll be at a motel, bitch, or an inn. I was gonna say you stay from out of inn. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I mean, right. yeah that's what I said but I, I think you do like just go full on in the spectrum so I think like that's that's, that's important too that was an important key like okay you wanted to try something different I just hope that everything is okay because that scene could have been taken two ways with him telling him he didn't need the, he didn't need the condom or yeah, yeah right like or what's it just was to me I don't know where they're gonna go with that scene but I'm hoping they don't go another you know a way of that because that's gonna be that's gonna shake you know but it's just gonna shake the table <laughs> right I, I agree with you I think that right because I think that most of us think so I, this is what I'll say I think that to me it was realistic you know, like I said I like something that's realistic so for me it was realistic you just like are you good and they say I'm good and clearly me and you have been with each other. However, we know he was fucking that other man. So, right. you know, that could potentially be a problem. But I don't think they're going to go in, go in that direction. I don't see them going that way. That would kind of be, like I said, a shake the table movement if they did. Because I don't think anybody's kind of historically done a storyline like that, actually. Yeah, I don't think so, yeah. Right. Yeah, that would... And I don't think that it needs to be done. I don't think that it needs to be done. Okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like if you did that, it would kind of. I feel like it would focus too much on the whole gay sex thing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would not want them to. Do yeah, that. it probably would wrong. Yeah, that yeah. probably would take us. You know, it's like we try. We have tried to move two steps forward, and definitely we get knocked right. ten steps back. You're right. I right. get that. Yeah, I get that on that. So, um, just to close, <laughs> um, what, what do you hope? that people take away from our conversation about sex. And I would say even, you know, you know, the ones who are coming up behind us, you know, no matter your sexual orientation, no matter what you do, the ones that are coming up behind us, what do you hope that they learn or what they start putting out there, hopefully eventually? 
Well, I hope that you educate yourself, number one, and I hope that you're having lots of sex and you're enjoying the sex. <laughs> I want you to... Um, I, I want you to I want you to speak about it more. I, I don't want you to think of it like, oh my god, we can't talk about it. We have to hide this. Like, you know obviously, everything has to be done with in in moderation. But I feel like if as I think of it as a community, or I guess as people, if we were more open about it, we wouldn't feel so. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like, what's that? What are you talking about? It's okay to talk about giving head, and maybe we don't have to say sucking dick. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can say okay, giving head or performing fellatio you or giving up whatever you're comfortable with but i feel like it should yeah. just be able to come up and it's not a big deal so talk about it more just protect yourself you know i'm not saying that you have to um go with the nigga to the doctor to get his information or the woman's <laughs> information but you know try to at least know the person's status know your status um don't be afraid of it also um you know, if if you're lacking in, in a certain area, work on it. You know what I'm saying? Get in tune with your body. I always tell people masturbation is the best way uh, to know your like body. Therapy. Huh? It's like therapy. It is, right? And it teaches you what you like, what you don't like, maybe how to control you release and maybe how, you know, maybe there's something in your butthole that releases when you come. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> maybe, you could, maybe you could work on that coming out. You know? Come on now. <laughs> so, Multiple ways to come be out. Open, be free, do whatever you want. Don't let people try to talk down on you and tell you, oh, you shouldn't be doing that because you're only 19 years old. You should only have slept with two people. No, if you choose to sleep with 10 people, that's your business. Just be safe about it. And I just say, reach back to people that's behind you. So, you know, right. always share the, as much knowledge as, as you have to the people that's coming up behind you. Right. Uh, sex positivity. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. Like, and I'll just speed off a little bit, you know, a little bit of what Drew said. Uh, it, it is, it's just about being sex positive. You know, it's, it's not about being out there, just sleeping with people, just sleep with people either. Though we don't want to say that either. Cause right. you know, you start to learn things. Cause not only are you worried about what harm you can do as far as STIs or anything else like that. But, you know, for women, it's pregnancy. And then it's also just uh, emotional uh, attachments sometimes that people could have, you know, and just mm -hmm. mental. Like, you have to think even about people's mental. Right. Um, that's very important, too. It's very important to protect your peace, your energy, your mental. And um, sex is one of those energies that can, you know, that can distract. Right. So... Right. You know, it's, it's very important to, you know, just to, you know, like just live for it and enjoy it, but also just be balanced in your mind with it as well and just protect yourself. So, like I said, it's, it's, all, it's all sorts of protection when it comes to the subject of sex. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, but that was very, very fun. I had such a great conversation with my cousin, yes. Drew Thomas. DWT, as I like to affectionately call him. Um, <laughs> this is the first time, but I'm very sure it will not be the last. Yes, of course. Yes, so we will not be the last stuff like that. We might have to like, we might have to like do a spinoff to our podcast and just like do something soon, like just do a collaboration and just be yeah, like that. Good energy, good energy. All right, like do a spinoff or like you know, listen, like to do the simple life our way. The version right. of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I love some of your ideas for the, the upcoming podcast. So, of course, if I could be a part of any show and you'll have me, I'll definitely be there. If I need to stand in for a bitch that can't show up, let He's me a, know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But see, this is how he rides for me. So I'm so excited that you said that because, yeah, I definitely like, okay, well, let me give him a call and try to <laughs> do what we can do, you know, see what we can swing, you know? Right, listen, right. this is. This is a busy one here, y'all. Okay, this is this is a busy thing. Listen, booked. We want to listen. You want to hear about book? Like before, y'all was saying booked and busy. You want to know about the original booked and busy? Like, Bitch. okay, yeah. <laughs> listen, I can't. I could not. Um, is there anything that you would like to uh put out? You know, promote uh, anything of that nature? Go ahead. This the floor yeah, is yours. You, okay, sure. Thanks. I appreciate that. So yeah, you guys. I of course I have my own podcast, which is. Uh, Drew Presents, that's on um, all the streaming platforms, so you can check that out. Um, I do have a Twitter page, which is 
what is my Twitter name? Oh shit. Oh, it's Spider eighty six with the Y. So Spider D A H eighty six. Uh is my Twitter account. And um yeah, like just check me out. Check my shows out. If anybody wants to be a part of it, I'm always welcome to questions, to guests. Anybody that you know that just wanna chime in and say, Drew, shut the fuck up. I'm okay with hearing that too. Now you're gonna get a response, of course. But um I'm open to it. <laughs> 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 well, I'm glad about that. And um, I, what I uh, will say from myself, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, you can always hit me up at carryclark92 at gmail.com. Um, I am on the Twitter, as I love to say, like Giselle from Potomac. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes, my name is Kill Em Soft, like from Killing Em Softly, so Kill Em Soft is uh the twitter handle i'm also on i on instagram i carry like i as an india carry and you know so follow both of our you know our experiences our journeys follow us on these social media accounts and get to know more about us and like i said i i'm gonna go ahead and send you his way thank you no problem thank you you have a, a fun tabulous weekend you too. I mean, week oh my god so weekend week <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Love ya. Love you too. Right.